Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Scott Stebbin Podcast. Hopefully, you are having a great start uh, to this day, which is February 14th, Valentine's Day. I know for some people, they love Valentine's Day. Other people hate Valentine's Day. And there's some who are indifferent about Valentine's Day. Um, but today, I want to talk about some exciting news. Um, if you've been a longtime listener of the Scott Stemmon podcast, uh, you know that, you know, kind of my big thing as far as what I talk about on my podcast has to do with um, religion, uh, psychology, but then also entertainment. And um, you probably know that I do a lot of these uh, film for thoughts and um, a lot of my film for thoughts are either popular movies that are out, but sometimes there are more art house movies, uh, movies. And usually I have to thank the Criterion Collection for that. And if you're not familiar with what the Criterion Collection is, they are a distribution group where they kind of do uh, film preservation. They look at certain films, uh, see what's important, and then they kind of put these out and um, they kind of remaster them, usually have like film essays that kind of talk about more of the in-depth themes of a movie. And, um, and, and it's just really, it's just a really neat company and I, I love watching their movies and especially back when they were jumping into getting streaming going and streaming some of their films they were on Hulu which I had a Hulu account so I would like try to watch as many Criterion films as I can and then they ended up leaving uh, this would have been probably about four years ago they left Hulu because they were partnering with um, Turner Classic Movies and they were starting a streaming service called Filmstruck and Filmstruck was great. Like, <laughs> like Filmstruck was great. You got to not only watch Criterion stuff, but you got to watch Turner Classic Movies. And if you if you love like classic cinema and international cinema and art house cinema, I mean, this was a movie lover's dream. It was great, and it was lasted about. A year and a half, maybe two years before they finally shut down, and mainly it was because um, the I can't remember who it was, NBC or some type of Warner Media, somebody uh, basically pulled the plug because it was only they weren't making money off it. Like really, they were. It was it was more for a niche audience, which of course, if you're doing classic films, you're not going to have a broad audience who's going to be watching this. So they shut down, and that was very sad. And even a lot of actors and directors that were like basically petitioning, saying keep Filmstruck alive, um, but it died. And then, um, but Criterion basically recently announced that they were going to do their own channel, the Criterion Channel, which they're going to put their own stuff on. And it's going to be kind of very similar to um, Filmstruck, except without the uh, Turner Classic Movie side of things. I think they even said, and they said, you know, sign up. If you go ahead, sign up to be a charter subscriber, and you'll get an extended, like, free trial uh, when everything launches. Well, about two weeks ago, they said they're going to launch in April, which I'm very excited. Um, but if you sign up now, and you just go to Criterion, Criterion uh, I think it's Criterion.com, and on the front page, you can sign up to be a what they call like a charter subscriber, and you pay your you know your ten dollars a month, and that kind of locks in your rate um, because you'll be like kind of like one of the first people to kind of start it. 
But then once it launches, that's when you'll get a free 30-day trial and then you get paid. But if you sign up now, what you will get is you will get a um, you'll get a movie of the week. So um, when it first started, um, oh my goodness, oh it was um, Mikey and Nikki. Um, so that was really good. I enjoyed watching that. Never heard of that film before, so that was good. But then this past week was Chunking Express uh, by director by director Wong. Carwine, and um, this was kind of the film that made him a kind of a um, cinematic icon in a way, and kind of brought the um, kind of brought like Western or Eastern film kind of like to a pinnacle. Um, so I watched this movie, and I, you know, I just I, I thought this movie was fantastic. Um, this movie is probably a lot different than any movie that I have ever seen. Like the closest, the closest of how it was done. And basically it's, it's about this cop who is in love and his girlfriend kind of broke up with him. And then there's kind of this interaction where he's trying to uh, find this like drug Lord and bust him, but he's, his head's so cloudy because he's experiencing heartbreak. But the weird thing about this movie is about, like, literally, like, not even halfway through the movie, the movie changes protagonist. And that's the thing. Like, the guy that you see doesn't even have a name. He has a badge number. He's a uh, officer. I can't – I think he's, like, 223, I think, was the the first cop's badge number. But then you start following this other cop whose badge number is 663, and – and it was like one of those things where I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? What's going on? And you never get back to the first guy. You don't know what happened to you don't know what happened to him because there's a scene where he's encountered a woman at like a convenience store and he goes, Oh, this is when Oh we Oh, I fell in love with this woman that he met at this convenience store, but then six hours later she fell in love with another person. And then the story shifts. And you never see number 223 again, which I'm like blown away. Like, Whoa, what? what's going on? But it's interesting because it works. Because when you look at kind of the story, the linear of it, you have the one cop who is experiencing heartbreak and just not able to move on. And because he's not able to move on and he's desperately trying to find love, but he can't move past his heartbroken heart that he just kind of is always in this weird turmoil and he's not doing his job very well. And we see later that he's kind of meets this woman who you kind of find later, who, who, you know, that she's not a good influence. Um, but he's hoping like things will work out with her and you don't really know. Cause then, you know, the story changes. Um, but then you get to six sixty three, and same thing, you know, experiencing heartbreak, kind of doesn't know what to do, but he's able to get to a point where he's able to pass through the heartbreak and kind of move on from this, his girl and kind of pursue this other girl who's basically kind of interested in him that he's meeting at this, um, at this fish market. Uh, so, so it's very interesting. It was a very well, good movie. And the only thing I could think about where it changes protagonists that I've seen would have been, um, uh, David Lynch's Lost Highway, but 
that movie was confusing. I still don't understand Lost Highway, and but I thought it was more. I was able to follow that better than some of his other ones, but you know. But then again, you'd kind of get around to Bill Paxton's character or Bill Pullman's. I'm sorry, Bill Pullman's character. You get it right back to him. Well, you never get back to two twenty three. Like after that, after like thirty minutes in the film, he's gone. You don't see him again. It's but it's but that wasn't the point. The point was this idea of love and what do you do with love when you experience heartbreak? Do you continue to and how do you move on? And there's a quote actually from the actor who played uh, 223 because there's a scene where he's in the convenience store and he wants to buy pineapple, canned pineapple. And he's looking and, you know, a lot of it's like not due till like, you know, it doesn't expire until like June or July. Well, it's, let's see, I think it's April 31st or something or April 30th. And he's trying to find cans of pineapple that are dated for the expiration date is dated for May 1st because, you know, they have a couple more hours left before they go bad. And he wants to kind of care for these things. So he ends up finding all these cans, uh, like a handful of cans that are expired on May 1st. And he's opening up these cans of pineapple. He's eating them. And once he's done with one can, he opens up the next one. And he continues to continues to eat these um, these pineapple. And he, he says this quote, and it's very good. It says, why does everything have expiration dates? And then he says, I'm starting to wonder if there's anything in this world that doesn't have an expiration date. And it's it's interesting about when we talk about the concept of dating and love, especially when you're first kind of getting into the concept of I like this person, I want to ask this person out, I want this person to be my boyfriend or girlfriend. You, you know, when you, you're when you're in those starting stages of actually wanting the time to romantically be involved with another individual. Uh, which some of us may be like middle school, um, high school, kind of college. Some of us we kind of get into that to that dating scene. Um, but then we, when you think about just love in general, you know, there are things that do have expiration dates when it comes to love. You, when you love another person, there are times where things finally come to an end, or the type of love that you have for them changes. So it's not the same kind of love uh, that you had. And I can remember um, one of my buddies was doing a report where he kind of reported his parents um, about, because their parents, his parents were married for like, at this point, probably almost 30 years. And um, he was just kind of talking about love, like their love for each other and how that has shifted, evolved. And, you know, they were talking about, you know, when they first were dating, you know, they were just infatuated with each other. They were always hanging out all the time, always wanted to be by each other's side. Um, then, that, you know, that led to engagement, which then led to marriage. And then, you know, when they had kids, they still loved each other, but it was a different kind of love because their love was now had to go from, I love you. And then I also love my three sons. Um, so the, so there was a shift and I, and I guess, you know, do we count that as an expiration date 
or do we count that as a change and a transformation as love being this kind of this big, long continuum? And I think when we get to a point with that, um, it's very interesting to see how, you know, if we think of love as having expiration dates, um, you know, we kind of see things as different movements of love, like the beginning love it and then the love of your spouse or your partner when you have kids and how love kind of changes. And then in the, in his interview, he talked about, well, you know, now that both kids were out of the house and they're kind of empty nesters, you know, how has that thing? And it says, you know, it's different now. It was almost like, and I, and I mean, it's not, it, it was just different. It's like, not necessarily that they were back to when they were first dating, when they were just always with each other all the time. They're just so infatuated with each other, but that it was beyond that. It was more than that. Like there's times where they would have their own individual thing, but they just enjoyed company. They, I mean, instead of them trying to go out or try to do something with friends, they were just so happy of just being by themselves sitting with each other across the dinner table and just being present with one another. And that was, it just, that was completely different than it was 25 years ago or different when they were sitting at a table with three kids around the table as well. Um, So, you know, when we think about love, um, you know, we could think about love having expiration dates, which is kind of what, um, you know, Pat Officer 223 uh, thought, he thought that, you know, love comes with an expiration date. So when his heart was broken and he's trying to find love and, and you do, you see him like not only going out the places and trying to talk to women, but he's like calling, he's like calling all these women. He actually called a girl. I remember the scene. It was kind of comical, but he called this girl who he knew in the fourth grade. And he called her and he goes, oh, wow, I haven't talked to you since the fourth grade. Like, and, and you think about that's weird. Like if I called somebody that I went to school with from the fourth grade asking if they were single, that'd be pretty creepy. I mean, it's, it would be very, very creepy. But, you, you, but what the director was trying to get at is that this guy was trying desperately to find love, but he couldn't move on. So for him, yeah, love has an expiration date where when you look at six Officer 663, when we see this other um, narrative playing out, this is a guy who, in the same way, he's heartbroken and it seems like his mind's focused on this love, but then he meets this other girl and he's talking with her and everything else. But love was able to evolve. It was able to shift. And even though the love of his girlfriend kind of had that, that expired, but then he he didn't but he didn't keep the empty can sitting on his counter he was able to move past it put it in the trash and go find you know a different type of love and it it was very it, it was very good so when i think about this day valentine's day you know this idea of love you know some of you who are listening you may be in a relationship where you know you may feel like that love is the love that you have for another person or a person you're in a relationship with is one of an expiration date type of love. Like it's something that you know that eventually it's going to come to an end 
and you're kind of in that place where it's like, if it hasn't ended yet, you're at this place where it's like, well, I'm going to do whatever I can to kind of hold on to this relationship or try to make sure that the expiration date gets a little bit farther back so that we don't lose what we have. And, you know, I think for those people, if you feel like that there is a situation where you need to have a renewal of love, you know, that's the thing. Love's not one about expiration dates. And that's something that I, I, I kind of preach about when, when I'm doing marriage counseling is that, you know, yeah, your love for one another may be different now than it was five, 10 years ago. But if you continue to work on your marriage, if you continue to work on your relationship, your love can evolve. Your love can evolve. And sure, it may seem like now, and I hate to say like, oh, kids kind of ruin ruins marriages because it's not true. It's just when you're so, when you are so used to having the same type of attention and the same type of love of flowing back and forth between you and another person. And then when that love now has to be divided between a never human being, which is, you know, your son or your daughter or somebody you adopt or, um, or even just like somebody who you're, you have, or someone you're fostering, you know, that is, um, you know, that it changes things, but that doesn't mean that, that love that you guys had gone is completely gone. Like, like my buddy who did the report, like once, you know, there was a time where then after a while it came back and it was stronger and it was better and it was different. It, so, you know, to me, it's like, you know, on this Valentine's day, you know, love doesn't have expiration dates, you know, love is something that completely changes it transforms and depending on how much work you're willing to put into it and how much work the other person's willing to invest and put into it too that it can it can take you to places it can and if that's something that you guys both want and you need some assistance you know there's a lot of great uh, marriage counselors out there Uh, if you're from the stanton virginia area you know find me I'll, i'll help you out um but, you know, on the special thing about love, this is kind of something that takes time. It's something it's like it's like a pottery, which I hated doing pottery um, because I, my stuff looked look horrible when I had to throw it on the wheel. I'd rather just cut and score and do all that to make my things instead of on the wheel because I was horrible at it. But, you know, you think about it with pottery, you know, you have to be very careful and it's a skilled you have to be very delicate but as you are moving and molding and as your hand both your right hand and your left hand are working together with this clay you can create some pretty amazing stuff but if one hand's working the other hand doesn't want to do anything then your pottery is going to look like junk so that's why it's very important for when we have this idea of love that you know love doesn't have expiration date it is about working together it's a thing about transformation and if you feel like that your love for your spouse is different now than it was when you first started dating that's okay because it's always going to change love transforms but if you guys work together with it when you know it can be different five years from now um so always continue to work on your love for one another continue to work on your marriage because it's something that's 
uh, very great, and it's something that's very wonderful. Uh, so that's kind of my uh, film for thought on uh, Chug King Express. And again, if you're an art lover, go to Criterion.com, be a charter subscriber, and you can start watching these movies of the week. Actually, this week, it's a double feature because we all know that Albert Finney passed away a couple days ago, and the movies that they're going to be uh, playing are two of his big ones that kind of put him on the map, uh, Saturday Night and Sunday Morning, and Tom Jones, uh, both starring Albert Finney. So check those out. Again, you can sign up. But let's talk about this contest. All right. So again, like I've said, I've been um, loving Criterion films, watching art house films, and like to do these uh, film for thoughts on these films. Well, if you ha don't notice, I do have a Pinterest page, which um, I've been kind of um, I've been writing down and keeping track of all the Criterion films I've seen. And I just noticed when I was adding films up and updating my list, I have seen over 200 films now from the Criterion Collection, which some people may think that's a great feat. Other people may say, that's awful. Why did you waste so much time? Um, but to kind of celebrate my 200 uh, films, I'm going to put out a contest. And I'm going to put a link to my uh, Pinterest page. Um, and so you can look at all the films that I've seen. And if there is a film that I have not seen yet, from Criterion Collection, um, that you think, man, Scott, you really need to watch this film. It's going to change your life. It's going to be awesome. What I want you to do is tell me what film you'd like me to see and the reasons why I should see it. And if I pick your film uh, to watch, and that's the one I'm going to choose, you will be able to pick any film from the Criterion Collection, and I will buy it for you, and I will send it to your mailing address. And if you don't know, you can go to Criterion.com. You can check other films. They have over, over 800 films. Now, there are some uh, restrictions. You can't buy box sets, so please don't say you want the Jock Tati collection because that's over a hundred dollars. I'm not going to buy that for you. Uh, but if you're going to, but if you want like a Brazil or the Criterion collection of the Princess Bride or Spinal Tap or anything that's just still in print, if it's out of print, I can't get it for you. But if there's any film that you would want, you just have to let me know. You, you need to see this film, and if I pick yours, you will get your choice of movie. So let me go ahead in the comments and go ahead and put my um, Criterion board on there real quick so everyone can see. And then again, just give it to me. Um, I will have it open for about two weeks. And then after I get all the responses in two weeks, um, I will pick a winner. And if I pick a winner, then awesome. That will be great. So here we go. Let me copy this and throw it right here in the Boom. Right, so there we go. That's the uh, Pinterest page of the Criterion films I've seen. And then I'll go ahead and put uh, Criterion.com. Um, I'll put their website too so you can check that out as well if you're into art house films. And, and if you want to go into my crazy mind of why I love watching these old art house films, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. But that's the contest. Um, Again, contest rules, uh, go ahead and um, look at the films. I have over 200 films. Go to Criterion. If there's a film on the Criterion collection that I have not seen, um, basically tell me this is the reason why you should watch this film. And if I pick yours, um, 
then you get a free DVD or a free DVD or Blu-ray. I'll, I'll go Blu-ray. I'll throw in the extra money to get you a Blu-ray. If that's if they only have DVD, then you get the DVD. Um, so yeah, there we go. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, watching the Scott Seven Podcast. Thank you so much. Again, you can follow me here on Facebook Live. Um, I usually have the podcast up pretty soon, so you can listen to that on any podcast server, and then also on my website, this Scott Stedman. Uh, .com. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Hopefully you get your wife flowers. Hopefully you get your wife chocolate or your husband's too. Your husbands might want some flowers and chocolate as well. No, more likely they probably just want to hang out with the guys, watch sports, and play video games. So get them a video game for Valentine's Day or I don't know what else guys want for Valentine's Day because I don't get anything for Valentine's Day except a card and some kisses which is okay with by me. All right, guys, you take care. Hope you have a good day. Stopped into a church.